This is the All Formats Podcast, a podcast dedicated to giving you fantasy value no matter what format you like to do it in. If you're a single quarterback, super flex, tight end premium, redraft, even your campus of Kenton and Debbie leagues, we got good content for you. We're ready to come in, have some fun, and give you the best abilities to win your leagues year in and year out. Hey everyone, welcome back for another edition of the All Formats Podcast. Uh, this week we're taking a break from Rookie Breakdowns and we're going to dive into uh, NFL offseason, free agents and trades. Everything, and I mean everything, has happened this offseason with all these quarterbacks on the move, running backs, big name wide receivers going to different conferences, different teams. We figured we'd take a break in between running backs and receivers, get you guys the end news on everyone that's been moved, and then break down some fantasy value for those new teams and new players. Um, if you're one of our two loyal listeners, and yes, David, we lost a listener thanks to your Eagles comments last week. Um, you oh, guys yeah. remember when we did that quarterback podcast, we brought on a special guest, Mr. Hinky himself. Well, we revisited it, bringing Mr. Hinky right back to talk free agency, because if anyone knows anything about value or about players that are better than we actually think they are, it's the, the talent evaluator himself, Mr. Sam Hinky, Gary Buck Jr. Say what's up to the people, Gary. Hey, thanks for having me on again, fellas. Like you bringing in me, bringing me in here. Let me throw my two cents in. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, yeah, we, we appreciate it. Besides, your two cents is worth more than what David and I have combined. Uh, the people have spoken. It's like our most listens were when you were on, so we might make you a regular staple of the podcast. Hey, so, I'm all about the views. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, so we'll jump right in. Uh, no preamble because it, we got a lot of names to get through. Uh, we're gonna go division uh, by division and then team by team. So I'll butter everyone up first. We'll first talk about my uh, Buffalo Bills as we're trying to make a Super Bowl run this year. Not a lot of fantasy moves this offseason. Uh, they signed Duke Johnson. They re-signed Jake Kumaro, Isaiah McKenzie. And they did bring in O.J. Howard to give Dawson Knox a push there at the tight end position. Um, I don't know if any of those are fantasy relevant. So, Junior, I'll throw to you first. Anything to say about those guys? Uh, not much about what they brought in. Um, the OJ Howard signing intrigues me a little. I think they might run a little bit more two tight end sets, but, um, I don't think free agency where this team's going to make a splash. I do see them making a splash in the draft with a possible running back for a second round. Heard there's a guy named Brees Hall. That's pretty good, but that's pretty much it. David, you got anything for these, these guys? We can move on. There's these, all these guys are irrelevant. No. Hey. Hey, you know what? Uh, it's not normally happens on this podcast, uh, but I will actually have to agree with you here. Uh, I do like the idea of a two tight end set. And if they do draft a running back, uh, the question is, will they actually run the ball? They've drafted a running back every year now and just still not running the ball. Um, moving on, sticking with the AFC East, we go over to the Miami Dolphins. Now, to talk about a team that's been making some moves. Uh, they had a free agent tight end, Mike Gusecki. They, they uh, kept him on the franchise tag. They made some trades and brought in Tyreek Hill. Uh, they signed T- Teddy Bridgewater, Chase Edmonds, and Raheem Mostert in the backfield now. And uh, they also signed Cedric Wilson away uh, from the Dallas Cowboys. So a lot of moving parts here. We know Tua is technically still the starter there. Um, so what with these moves and these names, Junior, how does this team look fantasy? Um, this is one of the bigger teams we got to cover here today because, you know, the big Tyreek Hill move is a crazy thing. I've seen that pop on my phone. But um, I think this obviously is a huge bump up for Tua as a QB, if he is still the starter there, they're going to give him the chance to be able to, you know, compete, win some games, hopefully play pretty well. Um, I do think it's a value uh, tier down from Tyreek going from Patrick Holmes to two, obviously. And it kind of muddies the field with Waddle because now there's like two top heads and like they're the same kind of player. So what do they do? But um, two is big thing coming out of, out of Alabama was his wide receivers basically created him, got him all those yards at Alabama and kind of padded his stats. And I think there can be a similar thing here in Miami where Tyree, they could throw a slant to Tyreek Hill, he takes it to the house, uh, screen pass to Jalen Waddle, he takes it to the house, and then Tua looks good. But um, uh, it's going to be a little bit muddy, but we got to hope if Tua plays well, I think this would be pretty good for fantasy. But um, Tyreek Hill specifically, I think it's a tier down because of the offense he's going from and then two. But um, – yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, sounds good. David, you got you, you got some stuff. Uh, your boy, Tyreek Hill, going to the Dolphins? This, this situation is a down for only the quarterbacks. And I still don't see it 
being great for them because <clears throat> I don't like any of the quarterbacks. Tua is not going to produce two top 12 wide receivers. No way. He's not going to do it. So, and Tyreek and Waddle were wide receiver ones before this trade. They're low wide receiver twos at best. Now, keep an eye on Teddy Bridgewater. He probably is going to be the starter by week six. Um, the running back situation, we said this in our coaching uh, podcast, and I'll, if I didn't, I apologize. I'll say it now. Stay away from that Miami Dolphins running back situation. It's going to be like the 49ers. They're not going to have one guy. They're going to rotate. It's going to be a mess for us fantasy-wise. But again, the, the, the big downfall for this trade is Tyreek uh, Hill and Jalen Waddle. I traded Jalen Waddle in the league today. It, the quarterback situation is a mess. Two will not be the starter in 23. Who will be is going to be the question. And he's not going to produce two top 12 uh, wide receivers. This is just, this is not a good move for Waddle and Tyreek. Okay. Um, I love how you downplay and talk about trading uh, Waddle today. Don't forget, we're in some leagues together. You also traded to it today, um, raping people over the coals, uh, moving him. But that, that, that's a different. Hey, that's hey, a different hey, story. hey, 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 <laughs> hey. I, I crush dynasty trades and build dynasties every day. I can't wait till we do a trade <laughs> podcast and I can tell people how you actually trade. But anyway, back to the, we're doing free agency to trade. Um, I, I do agree with, with, with Junior what you said about Tua. Like, who made him? Was it those receivers? Can he get a comeback? Tua doesn't have to have the strong arm to get it downfield for these guys. These guys, catch it in the backfield or anywhere, they can be gone. So I think he will get be the benefit of, of some quote-unquote number padding for fantasy uh, relevancy. Uh, what I love most about these moves is the Chase Edmonds. I know David said stay away from the backfield. If I own a back in this backfield, it's Chase Edmonds. He proved that Arizona last year, he's not a three-down RB1 type of guy. He needs the rotational platoon. Like, he tried to carry first and second or whatever, and Connor got the short yardage. No, no, Raheem Mostert, maybe he's the starter here, and Chase Edmonds slides into that secondary role where he benefits, like he did when he had to do that for uh, David Johnson a few years ago. So, I like Chase Edmonds cheap here. You know, if someone's selling him off or a late third or a fourth in a rookie draft, I, I might I might go by that just, just to stash him because he has some value there. Uh, I do agree with the Tyreek and, and the Waddle. They, they will cannibalize each other. One of them might backdoor into a top a top 12 um, just because the offense is going to have to throw the ball. In this division, trying to complete with the Mafia, they, they, they're going to need to score points, and, and that's what it goes for there. Um, moving on, we're sticking with AFC still. Uh, New England Patriots, uh, I don't even know why I'm reading this list. They signed Brian Hoyer. Who cares? Um, they brought in Ty Montgomery. Uh, they re-signed James White and they pulled a trade-off for Devontae Parker from Miami. As we know, that wide receiver room got crowded. Uh, you got any takes here with this team here? Uh, no, not much. The only thing that I kind of look at is a Devontae Parker trade that's made. But um, other than that, I think it just adds in another average wide receiver to that other average wide receiver group. So I'm not really interested in anybody here. Yeah. Uh, David? I, I, know you, I know you want your Brian Horace here, right? This offensive situation is a mess. They got to try to approve it to the draft for it to be fantasy relevant. Besides that, stay away from people. I'm not even a big Damian Harris guy, but yeah. okay. trying to get rid of him a couple leagues. Yeah. All right. Then you know what? I, I, I literally have nothing to say about, about, about this team or anything they got. We'll move on to the New York Jets. I'm sorry, New Jersey Jets. A um, couple of, we know they got uh, quote unquote. <laughs> Baby Mahomes under center. Uh, they did. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you guys would love that. Uh, <laughs> they re-signed Joe Flacco and Mike White. Uh, Mike White, who was a, a darling last year. Boy, he was everywhere. Uh, Tevin Coleman at running back. They did uh, retain Braxton Berrios. And they tight end. They brought in CJ Uzama from the Cincinnati Bengals and Tyler Gronklin from the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, lots of names here. Uh, what do you think uh, with this one, Junior? Um, for me, it looks like they're just trying to build a team around Zach Wilson. And as a Zach Wilson truther, I love it. Uh, bringing in the two tight ends when he had zero tight ends, I think it's a good move. But them in themselves, I don't think will be fantasy relevant. But um, I like it for Zach Wilson. I think they're going to do a similar thing in the draft where they kind of try to help him out, 
whether it's with another weapon or offensive lineman or something like that. But I think the only big up here is Zach Wilson and the tight ends are kind of gross, but yeah. Where does Zach Wilson finish? Uh, one through 32 a quarterback next year. Ooh, top 15. Top 15. Oh, wow. I love that. That's yeah. bold. That's bold. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, David, what do you got with this, uh, the, these New York Jets? I agree. I think that the tight ends are intriguing. They're not great, um, but they're an upgrade from what they had last year, which should help baby Mahomes. <laughs> uh, you guys are your baby Mahomes. I, 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 don't, I, I don't see it, and I want to see it. Um, so, honestly, I have nothing else to add because you guys hit the nail on the head. I didn't like any other moves but bringing in some some better pass-catching weapons for, for Zach Wilson, and that's what those tight ends would do. So, his stock is up maybe from 31 to 28, but 15, wow, I love it. Uh, <laughs> all right, that'll complete the AFC East. Uh, these guys are crazy already. So let's just move right into the AFC North. It's going to be um, a good one. Yeah, Baltimore Ravens, no fantasy move of relevance, right? They, they added nothing. They gave away nothing. They're, they're, we're not even going to talk about them. We go straight to the Cincinnati Bengals, who they had, their biggest move is they traded, uh, they got rid of CJ Uzama and brought in Hayden Hurst. And someone tells me they're two different. If they were both in the same room, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. I feel like they're the same player, Junior. Is Hayden Hurst anything? Um, he's intriguing in super tight end, uh, super uh, tight end premium league. Sorry, but um, really not fancy wise. He can probably he's going to catch a lot of touchdowns, and you're not going to start him the week he does. So, but I do love what they did this offseason was bringing a lot of offensive linemen. Mario Collins as one of them um, should help out Joe Burrow. So that's up for him. Um, it's obviously enough for Jamar Chase, up for Joe Mixon. Um, I would love to have every single piece of this offense. Okay. David, what, what do you think about, about the Cincinnati Bengals? Every single piece but Hurst. Let's clarify that. I don't, I don't think too, too many of us want Hurst. <laughs> He's probably going to be a low tight end, two to an early tight end three. Okay. Um, the only thing I'll say about Hurst, too, other than that, is like if, you're in, if any of your league are starting two tight ends, Okay, that's a guy to roster because you're not going to have two studs. You will need a guy to play. So that's that's a role Hurst will fill in your fantasy league. And you know what? Junior, like you said, he'll catch a bunch of touchdowns when you don't start him. Hayden Hurst is probably – you take him in the 20th round of a best ball and wheels her up, right? I love that, yeah. Yeah, wait till we do our underdog drafts this year. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Going a bunch oh, yeah. of money in there again. Oh, you're going to stack the Bengals, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so this is a big one. We might be here the rest of the day. Here we Please. go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, I'm scared. I'm scared. Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Uh, let's see. What did they do? Oh, oh, they uh, they released Jarvis Landry. Uh, is that it? I, I don't think they did anything else, right? You crazy. Uh, <laughs> they, they pulled off the big trade. They wanted Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. I, the, the guy came with the big check and he just said Deshaun Watson. There was no money in it. I didn't even know it was guaranteed. They pulled off a trade for Amari Cooper. Uh, Mike Cooper. Uh, they signed Jagim Grant. They kept uh, David and Joku on the franchise tag and, and let Austin Hooper go. I, I don't even know where to start. So, Junior, go ahead. What's up with the Cleveland Browns? Yeah, there's a lot going on here. Um, obviously, the Deshaun Watson in himself. Um, if he plays the whole season, he's going to be a top five quarterback pretty easily in fantasy. Um, we know he hasn't played at all last year, but from when he has played, he's a top end guy. And that, in general, makes that whole offense have an upgrade. I think it's an upgrade for Nick Chubb. He'll get a lot of touchdown opportunities. I think it's an upgrade for Kareem Hunt. He'll catch some more passes, probably get some more yards. Um, obviously, right now, Amari Cooper is the receiver one on this team. He'll probably get peppered with targets, but I do expect them to bring in some more weapons as we go on through the offseason and draft and all that. Um, and I love David and Joku getting a chance to oh, run yeah. this tight end room. Um, I love them coming out. I have him on way too many teams and I've just been stashing them when he was trash for the past couple of years, but I do love that they're going to give him a chance to run this tight end room. And I love him for fantasy. I'm trying to get him everywhere. Got chills down my arms there, Junior. Hey, hey, I, I, I love this situation. This is, in my opinion, the number one uh, team for free agency and trades this year for fantasy wise. Could not buy Deshaun Watson a couple weeks ago. Bought him three times this week. Go get yep. the, the the move I've been doing is go get Watson and then go get Matt Ryan cheap just in case Watson is the uh get does get suspended. You have Matt Ryan 
on the cheap there as your starter until Watson comes back. And Amari Cooper, uh, I wish that wasn't their number one. I'm not a big Cooper guy. Uh, we'll see. He just disappears too many games. And I think that's going to be the same uh, with Watson as it was with Press, uh, with that Dak Prescott. But Nate, David Njuko, go buy him everywhere. I've been drafted. I've been drafted. I just had a startup last week. Drafted him late. I've been trying to buy, try to buy him junior. Junior not coming off of him in the league. We, we got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> I love I just, I just everywhere. Th- yeah, and they cut. I was worried because they, they had Hooper at first, and then they said, Hooper, you're too slow. Get up out of here. We got well, Njuko. They, tag, they tagged him. I'm, I'm telling this is my tight end sleeper this year. I'm expecting tight end one. Now he's got to stay healthy. He's had some injury problems, but if he stays healthy, top six tight end. Wow. Love it. Love it. This is crazy, dog. I'm here all for it. Oh, I don't really have much to add. I do like this Deshaun Watson to Cleveland. He has an opportunity to reinvent himself. And a lot of people were talking like, oh, how would you put him in as a QB1? He missed the whole year. Yeah, he didn't miss through the injury. He just didn't play. But he's still the same exact player he was two years ago. There's no recovery time, no nothing. He just has to get back on the field. The guy's still going to be a top six, top three, whatever you want to pencil him in. Uh, so I'm fine with the Deshaun Watson. Uh, fantasy points here because Cleveland's not the greatest, so he'll, he'll be asked to do a lot like he did in Houston. Um, before I close it out, I do agree with the Cooper thing, David, but rumors on the Twitterverse today, and, you know, Twitter gets everything right every time. Uh, Cleveland's reaching out, trying to bring the real DJ Moore, Brandon Cooks over to reunite with Sean Watson. You know, if that happens, it's just wheels up. He's already better than DJ Moore, and then he's just going to go to a next level if, if he can get over to Cleveland. If that uh, move is that, real quick, if that move is done, what are you paying for Cooks? Uh, I, I'm paying in, in the 2022 draft. I'm playing a late first. I am as well. Yeah, mm, yeah. I was thinking a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, moving on to the AFC North. Uh, Big Ben retired, and the Pittsburgh Steelers went and signed Mitchell Trubisky. The guy made the most money being a backup last year, apparently. He's got a two-year deal with Pittsburgh. Uh, that's their biggest uh, juju left via free agency. So uh, what are we thinking about Mitchell and these Steelers here, Junior? Um, not much. Uh, they gave Mitchell Trubisky like top end backup money. Um, I see him probably being the starter this year, even if they draft somebody, but, um, they got rid of Juju. Uh, I still love Deontay Johnson. Um, he's on his last year's contract. We'll see what happens there, but, um, not much here. I think they probably drafted QB. Um, but for fantasy wise in the off season, I don't think they did much. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you what QB they're drafting here after David tells us how he feels about the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is tough. I would sell Deontay Johnson. This is a down yeah. for him. Um, don't don't keep Pat. Keep Pat no matter what. I've been buying him too lately. Um, big, it is all about me. It is all about what I'm buying lately, right? Just yeah, apparently, apparently it is. <laughs> yeah. But Everybody no. wants to know what you're going after. <laughs> keep Pat. Uh, but sell Deontay. Uh, it's just unfortunate that quarterback situation is going to be a mess for at least a couple years. Okay, so and, and was, uh, stay and stay away from immature Claypool. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, that's true. Uh, I was wondering if anyone was going to say about something about Deontay because I was hoping to get the opportunity. Here's my thing with the sell Deontay. If Deontay Johnson is the wide receiver one on your fantasy team, okay, maybe you can try to sell him and get something. But if he's anywhere, two, three, four, five wide receiver on your team, you hold on. Offenses, quarterbacks, coordinators, they could change over every two to three years. The talent is not going to be a problem with Deontay. We all know he's talented. So if you have to suffer through two years and you have to bench him a few weeks and play a Hunter Renfro or play a, 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 a whoever, Amari Cooper, you want to keep that Deontay Johnson because in, in two years, when this team has changed over, it's a new offensive coordinator. Sam Howell's the full-time starter running things there at Pittsburgh with a take him at number 20. You still want to have a Deontay Johnson, and now he's a wide receiver one again, like he was with Ben, and you move him right to the front of your line. I'm not selling Deontay. I went and bought him cheap from Gary Buck Sr. because he just didn't like his style. And then we all know how that year went. I'm looking at the trophy right now. So don't, <laughs> don't get rid of these players when they have a bad quarterback situation like this when you know it could change in two or three years. Someone signs, Mitchell Jabisky signs a, a six-year deal with them. Okay, maybe maybe you get worried. It's a two-year deal. You know he's not going to be there past year one. 
I'll go buy him. If, if, if everyone listens to you to sell, I'll go buy him everywhere else. Stash him as a wide receiver four or five on my team. And then when he's a wide receiver one again, I'm once again, I'm rolling in, uh, in championships. So. Real quick, my buy part is looking at his value and what you can get, right? I think right now, before you see him with Trubisky, you can get good return. You see him Trubisky mid-year, you're not getting nothing. Yeah, so that's why I'm just going to commit to him now and just keep right. with him. But no, I, I hear you. you. All right. Stock market, All stock market, right. stock market, man. Yeah, that's, that's you. I, yo, when, when my, my dollar gets down, I'm still going to hold because I know it's going to get up again. Anyway, AFC South, you're talking too much, David. You're ruining my podcast. As you saw, we'll start out with the Houston Texans. Hey, they have no quarterback. So they traded away Watson finally. Uh, I, I don't really want to repeat all these names if I don't have to. We'll, we'll go with Marlon Mack. They, they did sign Marlon Mack. Oh, well, so, yeah. There's some other names on here. Uh, Farrell Brown at tight end. Deshaun Hamilton at wide receiver. Um, Royce Freeman at running back. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, anything on this one, Junior? Um, I like what they've done this offseason as a Davis Mills guy. Um, Superflex leagues, I would go get Davis Mills. They're going to give him a chance to start. Um, I don't think he's great, but I think he could be okay. So if you're in a Superflex league, I would go and try to get Davis Mills. They're going to give him the chance to start this year. Um, and then everything else is kind of gross. <laughs> Agreed. David? So here's my problem with that, Junior, is – and I, I agree with Davis Mills, right? But what are you buying Davis Mills for? Um, I think in a super flex league, if you can trade for Davis Mills for like a second with this QB class coming out, I would probably do something like that. Because I think if you were to draft Davis Mills in this class, he would probably be around the early first round range where we have like the Sam Howells, the Desmond Ritters and stuff like that. I think he would be in that range in this draft class. So if you can trade a second for him, I would do that. Gotcha. So I will tell you, I've been trying to buy him in the community. He's worth a first. People are asking for really? first. I can't pay yeah. that. That's that. That's my. That's the market value right now, unfortunately. But besides that, we can we can move on. I'm not. Talking, I'm not going to talk about Royce Freeman. All right. Uh, next up, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Mo Ali Cox. Well, he retired, right, or something? Oh no, he was resigned. And then we got Matt Ryan, the big trade they brought in from Atlanta Falcons. Um, they they moved Carson Wentz out of this building, shipped them down to our nation's capital. So, uh, how are we feeling about these moves made by the Colts? Uh, I like it a lot for um, Pittman. Um, I think Pittman gets an accurate quarterback because I think he's a really good wide receiver. He just needs to get the ball. Um, I like Molly Cox if they don't bring another tight end, but I don't know. That's kind of iffy. But uh, Matt Ryan's a deep sleeper in Superflex leagues if you need a guy to start. And I think this is a big up for Michael Pittman. And I do think they bring in another weapon this offseason as well. All right, David, what, what are you thinking? Love it. Love it for Jonathan Taylor. Love it for Mo Ali Cox. Love it for Michael Pittman. Love it for a receiver that they possibly will probably will draft. Love it for Matt Ryan. He's an, an upgrade from Carson. Love the situation. I would probably say this is the third best as far as free agency and trades. Okay. Um, I'll say on the Matt Ryan front, I did go and acquire him in the league where I'm running a zero QB strategy, apparently, because my team sucks. Um, so I'm happy to have him there. I, I think he still has some juice in the tank and getting a, a JT with him and, and a, a younger guy in Pittman, even though he did go away from all formats, uh, it, it, he could resurrect his career, get a good two or three more year run out of this. So he's he's a guy that if you can get cheap, if you're on the on the clock in the rookie draft at the back of the third and the guy wants to come up and get somebody, see if he if he's got Matt Ryan, then hey, I'll give you this 312 for Matt Ryan and then take him and run with him in a super flex. I think it'll be very efficient. I don't think he'll throw the ball a lot, but I think it'll be very efficient. Yes. Um uh moving on to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh before we talk about the names they added, let's talk about the names they got rid of. Urban Meyer. Okay. Now <laughs> They, they, moved, they got rid of Urban Meyer. They brought in a real coach. Um, so they, they put through a lot of money out in their free agency. Christian Kirk, Laquan Treadwell, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram. Uh, a lot of stuff happening here. They get ETN back from the injury, hopefully. James Robinson, some point in the year back. What, what do you think of the Jaguars in free agency there, Junior? Um, another uh, quarterback going into his second year who's gotten a team built around him. I love this for Trevor Lawrence. He's gotten a lot of weapons. 
Um, they paid Christian Kirk a crap ton of money. Um, I think he'll be probably the number one weapon there, but I don't know if I want to trade for him in fantasy right now. But um, I think this is a huge upgrade for Trevor Lawrence, getting a bunch of weapons, Evan Ingram at tight end. Um, and then we know Dougie P likes to run running backs by committee. So I think they're probably going to keep both the running backs there. But um, I'm still trying to trade for Travis Etienne right now. Okay. David, what, Jacksonville? I think their free agent moves are better for NFL than fantasy. I don't – I mean, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, they're not – they're not huge fantasy assets for us. Uh, they're more important to Trevor improving his stock and for them on the field in NFL versus fantasy. And what is what does this do to um and Evan Ingram? I, I'm not I'm not buying the Evan Ingram. It, it, it just never develop as a tight end. I know they're gonna play him at slot more. Um, but he's gotta also stay healthy. Remember, healthy player injury injury prone players. They just always stay that way. So. Yeah, now, what does this do for LaVisca Chenault? Uh, let's see if he's there. Okay. Oh, so I, think, I, I think he's on the market. Okay. So we'll, we'll see if he's there. But I, I like I like it still if he's if he stays there. I like, I like it. And I, and I do agree with Junior. I think they move him more towards running back. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dougie P will find a role for him, but it won't be fantasy relevant, I don't think. Gotcha. All right, uh, last team, AFC South, Tennessee Titans. Uh, they brought in Dontrell Hilliard, the running back. They made a big trade for Robert Woods after the Rams re- uh, got the, some free agency receivers there. And then this is where Austin Hooper ended up uh, with Tennessee. What, what do we feel about these moves and what they got to look forward this year in fantasy? Yeah, I'm not really interested in Austin Hooper unless you're playing in those two tight end, tight end premium leagues. Um, the Robert Woods trade is interesting. I think he'll, if he's healthy, he'll probably be the number two wide receiver there for what it's worth with Ryan Tannehill. Um, nothing really fun to talk about here. Yeah, I agree. David, what are you thinking? Uh, no part. I want no part of Hooper. Uh, Robert Woods, like I do agree, is it, is curious uh, if he has anything left. And that's just a huge question. That's going to be a tough injury at his age to come back from. But if he can do it, I do like the situation. Okay. Sounds good. All right, we got one more division left in AFC as we head out west. Um, I'm just going to say Denver Broncos. And you guys will say the first thing that comes to mind, because they got Russell Wilson. Hey, there's a lot of big quarterbacks being moved. Denver Broncos, they, they brought in Russell Wilson. They shipped out some assets. What does Russell Wilson do for the Denver Broncos, that team fantasy-wise, Junior? Oh, it's uh, all green lights for me. Um, it's a bump up for everybody. It's a bump up for Judy. It's a bump up for Sutton. It's a bump up for John Devante Williams, Albert O. Um, he comes in here and makes his offense complete. They were waiting for a, running, uh, a quarterback for years now, and they finally got one. And it's, you know, all green lights ahead. Smash the gas pedal. Um, you're probably not going to be able to trade for anybody in this offense because everyone wants to see what Russell Wilson does with this offense. But um, if you have them, you're holding. Um, I love everybody in this offense. Okay. David? So we talked about Denver and the coaching podcast and some other throughout the podcast about buys and sells that they only needed a quarterback, right? And what? And once they got the quarterback, what would their weapons become? So – I love the Russell Wilson trade. They had to make that move and they should win this division. Should is the key word. Uh-oh. And also will be we got to be careful with Russell Wilson. He has not been Russell Wilson for the past year and a half. Okay? And 20 at the end of the 20 season, people hated having Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett in the playoffs because they absolutely did nothing for him. Now, he got injured last year. There was some talk that he came back too soon, and that's possible, but he still did not look good. So is Russell Wilson what he was in 2019 with Denver and just wasn't that way because Seattle in the past two years or past year and a half because Pete Carroll was a mess, right? That Seattle was just a mess. No offensive line, et cetera, et cetera. What are the excuses? 
So that's going to, that's the biggest question for me here. Can Russell get back to 2019? If he can, then it's wheels up. Now running back Javante Williams, it should be up because you got Russell Wilson, you got the receivers, but what are the receivers? Right. Uh, JT, I think you're off Sutton, right? Uh, oh yeah. Or, or never was a Sutton fan. Nope. Um, he, he was drafted to be a wide receiver one. This just a dynamic at the end. He was end of round one. He needed, he was kind of raw. He needed some development, right? But he just hasn't materialized. Judy, it's been a little frustrating because he should be way better than he what he what regardless of the quarterback situation. Judy should not be like in the 80s ranked of wide receivers. I'm sorry. <laughs> he just shouldn't be. Now, Russell Wilson should take him to a, a wide receiver one level, but he's got to run better routes. He can't drop passes and he can't look like he's not interested. Right. So those are the questions. Albert O wheels up. Love him. I like Albert O. Uh, wheels up for me. I think they're going to play him a, a little bit in the slot as well. But having said everything I said about Russell Wilson, the receivers, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this. I, I, I think Russell will be back to what he was in 2019. I love Judy. Uh, I'm not 100% sold on Sutton, but I, it's this offense should be good. Okay. Um, so we're talking fantasy value and stuff. So that's great. Cortland Sutton, he's, 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 no, but I could write, mark this down right now. By the time the year is over, KJ Hamler will be the wide receiver two on this team behind Jerry Judy. Uh, Russell Wilson is built for a player like KJ Hamler, who's got that Tyler Lockett type by uh, a, a deep threat, but he can also run nice routes. He can secure the ball. I, I like KJ Hamler. I think he gets the biggest boost in this offense. No, like you guys said, everyone is arrows pointing up except for Albert O, but I think Hamler gets the biggest boost. And the only reason Albert gets the boost, uh, gets the arrow up because there's no one else in the room. Uh, the guy yelled at me at work today telling me that he's got the opportunity. He's the only one there. That's great. I just, Russell Wilson has never been the guy that, that has tight ends fantasy relevant, like tight end ones year after year. Yeah, they catch enough passes, but it's not a guy that I'm looking to acquire just because Russell Wilson is there. So, I get it, I, and I'm not arguing against it. I'm just saying it's not a guy I'm looking to get just because of Russell Wilson. I agree on your point with Albert O, like Russell Wilson with tight ends. That's a, that's a great point. With your K.J. Hamler thing, you know where I'm going with this. Oh, what, is he too small? Can he, He's not going to stay healthy. <sighs> but Corley Sutton can't even catch the ball. I'm not arguing that. I'm just oh. saying I, I'd rather take a risk on Cortland Sutton with a guy who I know is not going to be on the field and KJ Hamler. All right. Well, we'll see if, you, if we can do a bet right now. I think KJ Hamler plays, uh, will play at least 14 games next year and outscore Cortland Sutton. KJ Hamler is not playing 14 games next year. I know he might play 17. I'm, I'm being nice and saying 14. We, 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 we can move on. We can move okay, on. Okay. Well, I will move on. Hey, you know why we're moving on? You're a Kansas City Chiefs are on the uh, up next year in AFC West. Uh, they made a quarterback change. Uh, oh, no, they didn't? Okay. Um, they did move Tyreek Hill out. That was their big news. Uh, they got some more draft capital there, so we'll see. Uh, they brought Ronald Jones over from Tampa Bay uh, to compete with uh, Juniors 1-1 CEH. Um, they, <laughs> they signed Juju um, in free agency and uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Junior, have at it because I can't wait to get to David. Yep, me too either. So I'm just going to keep it short. Um, Ronald Jones makes it gross for CEH. Um, he was kind of gross beforehand. Uh, don't really love either of them. Um, wide receivers, Juju, MVS. Who's going to be the wide receiver one? I don't know. They're probably going to draft somebody. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes is, has a little bit of a downgrade because he loses Tyreek Hill, but he's still Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes so uh, how far can you t take him down? Is he the QB2, the QB3? I don't know. Um, it's kind of a weird situation all around, and I'll pass it off to my main man, David. Yes. The arrow is pointing down for this whole team Oh, in, in fantasy. Mm. It just Ronald, – Ronald Jones let, – let's stop talking about Ronald Jones. And it's not you guys. It's Twitter, okay? It's, it's the <laughs> dynasty community. Stop. He fumbled, He's going to fumble the ball, and Andy Reid's not going to play him. He's a running back on Kansas City, though, David. Shouldn't he be good? Shouldn't you draft him 1-1? Well, Andy Reid doesn't run the ball. Exactly. So, 
Now, and I also think they're going to draft third round. They're going to draft another running back, and that's going to make I see that, that too. Yes, that's going to make this situation even uglier. Um, let's stop talking about Mr. TikTok. I got to give people credit. People that are selling him for a first round pick, man, that's like the biggest. You need to go buy a forty and drink that forty when you sell him for, for a first round pick. That's stealing. And Marquis, uh, no, 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 no. They don't have a they don't have a wide receiver on this team. Tight end Kelsey's a year older. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have hit the weapons. Um, they'll draft guys, but it takes a while for the receivers to to draft. Um, and Mahomes' stock is down. First of all, he's got to read. He can't read defenses. He's got to read defenses better. Tyreek kind of helped him with that. Now without Tyreek, I think the not being able to read defense is going to be a little worse. So the, the arrow's down for this the whole offense, in my opinion. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, Superflex tight end premium startup. Is Patrick Mahomes still the first or second quarterback taken? So I will tell you, I had a startup this 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 week, this past Thursday. He went number three overall. Uh, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, or Josh Allen, Justin Herbert? Josh Allen, Justin uh, Justin Herbert won one one, believe it or not, and then Josh Allen went, and then Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Okay. I would go. I would go. I would. Everyone should be drafting Josh Allen one one. And Superflex. No argument here. <laughs> um, so here's what I say about this, the, the fantasy for the, these moves. Um, I agree 100% about Patrick Mahomes' arrows pointing down. The only problem is a down Patrick Mahomes is like a top tier, almost 20 other quarterbacks in the league. So it's not like it's going to be that far of a drop off for the points that you're going to lose in fantasy. He's still going to be finished as a top four, top five. He might get a bump down. He lost Tyreek Hill and Watson's coming back. So maybe he goes from being QB2 to QB4 or QB5. Hey, I, I can see that. I'm fine with that. Um, like you even said it, that what I was going to say, he'll bail him out of a lot. I don't see Juju scrambling to get open to, for, to, for Mahomes to hit him. Even if Valdez Scantling gets open, you've seen his – he's got the drops. He's got problems with his hands. So he'll, he'll lose a lot of uh, points and things that way because these guys won't be able to do what Tyreek uh, was able to do to get him out of those jams when he's scrambling in the backfield. But even with the stock arrow down, I, I'm, if, I, if he falls to me at 1-3 in a startup, I, I'm going to take that all day. Um, let's stay here in AFC West. we got to finish up this AFC quick. Uh, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, these guys made some big moves, and that's primarily bringing in Devontae Adams to be the wide receiver, too. Uh, to Hunter Renfro on this offense. Um, they signed a couple of running backs, Amir Abdullah, Brandon Bolden, and Jacob Hollister at tight end. But we just want to talk about Devontae Adams, so take it away, Junior. Yeah, Devontae Adams is going to get 345 targets from Derek Carr. He's going to be the wide receiver one again. Um, in the two years they played together at Fresno State, he had a total of 233 receptions for a little over 3,000 yards and 38 touchdowns in wow. two years. Wow. Um, he's he's going to get a lot of targets. They're best friends. Um, this kills my Brian Edwards shares. I think he's probably dead for fantasy. Um, but I think it's obviously uh, Devontae Adams goes from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. So maybe it's a little bit of a downgrade, but I think the target share uh, is probably going to get even boosted up from what it was at Green Bay. So he's still a top end wide receiver for me. Okay. I like it. David, what, what about these Raiders? Love it. Love it for Carr. Love it for Adams. I, I, I co-sign everything about Adams, and I co I think Carr makes a big jump. And I know people hate him, but Josh Jacobs, I do think this will be an improvement for Josh Jacobs. I, I love how you say people when people is you. <laughs> you hate Josh Jacobs. Hey, wow. Hey, hey. <laughs> I can't believe you. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to share with the listeners some of the conversations you and I have had about Josh Jacobs. We'll do that on another pod. Um, but I, as much as I love how you guys are touting Devontae Adams, I believe it. I'm all on board with it. What I also like is I think if healthy, because that's David's thing, if healthy, Darren Waller is comes back to form here because now he doesn't have to be the guy. Hunter Renfro's in the slot doing his thing, catching his 60 balls. Devontae's getting his 300 targets. Yo, Darren Waller's going to be the silent guy that comes back to this offense as a tight end one, and he'll get – if he gets, you know, going like he was two years ago, he's not going to get 100 balls, 
But the, what Devontae will command from defenses, Waller will be a silent guy. You're going to look up. He's going to have caught 70 balls, 75 balls, 10 touchdowns, and 900 yards. And no one knew it. And I think that's what – I think his wheels are up with this, with this Raider offense going forward next year. Um, last team in the AFC is the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, they re-signed Mike Williams, who's their big play guy. And that was – I believe that was a priority for them, which they needed to do with Keenan Allen, now turning 75 years old uh, next uh, this season. Uh, so, and they brought in Gerald Everett at tight end. So what do you got there for these Chargers, Junior? Um, not much has changed. Um, it turns out Justin Herbert's pretty good at football. Um, I was wrong about that coming out of the draft. Uh, I'm kind of surprised they re-signed Mike Williams. I thought he was a goner for sure, but him bringing back in the offense is going to have the same similar role. And I do not want Gerald Everett at all. So not much to talk about. Yep. I, I agree with that. Uh, David, what do you think about the Chargers? They're the same, same all around. Stock stays the same. Why have I never been a Mike Williams guy, by the way? He was injured early. I think, what, two of the first three years? Yeah, yeah. big injury guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, and when, the second someone goes down, David, you wipe them off. Yeah. Okay. Right, Twisted ankle, David just try to take some right <laughs> off the list. We can, move, we can move on. All right, hey, that, that's, that gives it up for all the, uh, the uh, AFC team. Uh, now we're moving over to the NFC. Um, so we'll start out with uh, David's favorite team in the NFC, the Dallas uh, Cowboys. They did re-sign one-leg Michael Gallup, uh, brought in James Washington from Pittsburgh. Um, franchise tag Dalton Schultz at tight end, which really surprised me. And then they re-signed Jeremy and Donut Sprinkles uh, at tight end also uh, while letting uh, – what's his face walk? I don't even think of his name right now. Blake Jarwin, I believe. Uh, so, Junior, you up first. Uh, David's favorite team. Hit us with it. <laughs> um I think the only the big difference for this team is they got rid of Amari Cooper. Um, so I think it's a big up for C.D. Lamb. He's going to get the opportunity to actually be the wide receiver one there. Um, he's got the, all the upside to be a top five wide receiver in fantasy. So this is a hit for his opportunity to actually show it. So I think the biggest upgrade here is for C.D. Lamb. And, yeah, not much else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. David? Yeah, not much else. Uh, Lamb's got to prove it. Um, keep an eye on them in the draft with a wide receiver, which I think will will uh, hurt Gallup here. But Gallup wasn't going to stay healthy anyway. Yeah, that's right. He, he did get one injury. You're right. He's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I mean, we'll talk about the Cowboys. We're moving on to the New York football Giants. Uh, they, their big all-season thing, which I didn't see on the list here, but they did bring in Brian Dayball as coach. Um, they signed Tyrod Taylor to either back up or take the job from Daniel Jones. We'll see what happens in camp. Uh, Matt Breda at running back, Richie James at wide receiver, and Richie Sills Jones at tight end. Uh, plus, hopefully, they're getting all their wide receivers back and healthy this year uh, because we all say I've scored the same amount of touchdowns as Kenny Galladay. So, what do you think about these <laughs> Giants there, Junior? <laughs> um, they're, uh, as an Eagles fan, I hate them, but um, even for fantasy, I don't like them at all. Uh, their offense isn't great. I think Tyrod's actually going to compete with Daniel Jones for a starting job, and it's kind of sad to say. Um, Saquon, I don't know what he is right now. Ricky Seals Jones is the only tight end in that tight end, tight end group. So, um, is he a buy? I don't know. Maybe pick him off off waivers. There's really not much to talk about. Yeah. David? Well, they signed their starter. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's good. You know, Tyrod Taylor is the starter week one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, it could be. Yeah. yeah he just got to watch those doctors out in the medical room then. Protect his ribs. Last, last time he was a starter, you know, they stuck him in the ribs, punctured the lung. He's, now he doesn't have a job. Sad story. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. So, uh, anything else on those Giants? I didn't mean to jump in there, David. Not really. Okay. Um, I, I'll say this. Uh, Matt Breda, he, he still has some track-level speed. Not, I'm not saying that's a, a fantasy thing. I picked him up for a couple of game run with Buffalo last year. You get into a pension when the Giants start out 0 whatever, and they, they're moving Saquon before the deadline, and, and Breeders will start the rest of the way. Hey, he's worth a, the seventh running back spot on your roster uh, just for uh, a, a game where you, you need someone to fill in for a bye. But other than that, I, I'm, I have Daniel Jones in lots of spaces, but I don't think I have any other Giant on any other roster anywhere. Not, not even Saquon, no Galladay's, no nothing. So um, we're moving on. Now it's all about you, huh? Okay. Hey, you had the AFC. I got the NFC. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of NFC, uh, right here in our own backyard, the Philadelphia Eagles 
Uh, they re-signed Boston Scott. We saw what happened when they had that three-headed monster running crew last year. Uh, they re-signed Greg Ward, who I think is, he's a decent wide receiver for on this team until someone gets drafted. Better than Jalen Rager. Uh, I don't have any news about him getting cut yet, but we'll wait for that. Um, Not yet. Yeah. Tell us about your Philadelphia Eagles and fantasy. What can yeah. you expect this year? Uh, first of all, go Birds. Um, but other than that, uh, we haven't really made too many big splashes offseason. I'm going to use this time to talk about the trade we just made with the Saints. Just throw it in here real quick. Um, I love that Howie's playing fantasy football. You saw that the Saints set him a hinky. He's smashed except right away. Yeah. Um, I love the move for them. Um, I, I think the Eagles are a dark horse team to kind of take a running back in those mid rounds. We have two third round picks now. I looked for us to draft one of those bruisers like a Brian Robinson, something like that. Um, to kind of fill in that Jordan Howard role, but we didn't make too many signings. I would look more towards the draft for what the Eagles are going to do. Okay. David, how do you feel about the Eagles? I, brought, I, I remember last year you were telling me you want every part of this offense, so where are you now? They brought back their starting running back. That's a good move for them. Boston Scott's a good move. That's the well, starter. Well, Miles Sanders, man. Boston Scott is the starter. <laughs> uh, I'll piggyback on the trade. Uh, give it a few weeks, hope for like week three or week four, maybe five, where Jalen has a good couple showings and then sell him because they're going to draft a quarterback in 23. Um, okay, uh, I'll talk about the trade a little bit. I think just because they draft a quarterback in 23 doesn't mean they go away from Jalen necessarily. Um, one guy I follow on Twitter, big Eagles guy, huge Eagles guy. I talk to him all the time. Like, we interact all the time. He tells me, Jalen's an alpha. So even if you bring competition in, you bring in C.J. Stroud or whatever quarterback you want to draft, he's not going to fold like Carson Wentz when they brought in Jalen. He's going to compete and win his job. That's just what he does. You're going to have to trade Jalen Hurts out of that offense to take that starting job away from him. So I don't care how many good games he had. I'm not going to move him because wherever he goes, he's going to be a starter. That's, that's his mentality, and I, I'm going to stick with that. I will believe Jalen will, will just bully anyone to try to take his job. Let's, you know, obviously, if he's got one of those top tier, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, but, you know, you bring a Baker in or you drop a rookie, he's not going to fold. He's going to beat them and keep his job. And that's what I see from Jalen Hurts. That's his mentality. I mean, my mentality is be Michael Jordan on a basketball court. Doesn't mean I'm Michael Jordan on a basketball court. Yeah, well, hey, we all know that. We can go to the court right now and go back down to Brooks Park. Ain't saying that, but a word. Anyway, no, we're done. Don't, don't get me started on that. We're going over it. We're, let's finish up this NFC East. Uh, we're running long on time here. The Washington football team uh, traded for Carson Wentz. I don't know if that's good or bad. And somehow they signed J.D. McKissick away from Buffalo after he agreed to sign. I, I don't know how that worked out. Um, that's their move in Washington, our nation's capital. What do you feel about that? Yeah, J.D. McKissick, you know, formerly of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it's kind of gross for the Antonio Gibson who would have loved to have him have that backfield to himself. Um, I think Carson Wentz is a slight upgrade to Taylor Heineke. So I guess it's a little bit of a boost for Terry McLaurin, but that's about it. David, uh, this team is really in your backyard. Tell us about the, the football team. So Antonio Gibson, like I, like I told y'all in my in the sales podcast, so Antonio Gibson for that running back one value. Yeah, I remember Terry McLaurin's value is up because Carson's better and we can, we can move on. Well, what about Curtis Samuel? Is that still a thing? I'm asking he, for a friend. He won't stay on the field. Okay. I, I was asking for a friend. Okay. Just check it. All right. I'll, I'll move past that too. Cause I don't have much to say about them. We're in the NFC North now. The bears, uh, they let their quarterbacks go and they, they are officially turning the reins over to Justin Fields. Uh, they signed Byron Pringle. And I can't even say this guy's name, Equinemius St. Brown, uh, baby Amon Ra. Um, yeah, how do the Bears look now, uh, Junior? Um, right now you're kind of just looking for Justin Fields to develop and become a little bit better. I, I still love Darnell Mooney. Um, I see them bringing in a wide receiver in the draft to pair alongside him, um, but nothing else here. David? Nothing here in free agency. Nothing? Then Pringle come from the Chiefs? I had some Pringles last week. They were pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, sour cream or onion or original? Original. All right. Good man. Good man. All right. Uh, 
Uh, we'll stay in the NFC North, and I will probably be the only one to talk about this team. But the Detroit Lions, uh, their biggest moves, they, they, they signed three receivers. DJ Chark, uh, Khalif Raymond, and Josh Reynolds, who were both uh, there last year and re-signed. So what do we feel about the Detroit Lions with Jerry Goff still there and the number two pick in the draft? Um, I'm still a huge Amara St. Brown fan. Um, so I actually like the DJ Shark signing for Amara St. Brown. I think it gives them that top end, blow the top off, not a blow the top off, but deep threat wide receiver on the outside, opens up the middle for Amara to catch 15 passes for 33 yards, um, PPR machine, but that's about it. I think they might draft the QB in draft, but nothing else for the agency. <laughs> Did you say 15 catches for 33 yards? Oh, yes, PPR, baby. I love it. <laughs> so 18 points. Yep. Uh, David, uh, fantasy, Detroit, go. There's only one question about them. In 2022, is their quarterback still Jared Goff? And your thoughts are? Yes, that's probably right now. Even They're going to draft a guy, but he's not going to start year one. So Goff is the quarterback. So no, there's nothing else further to discuss here. Oh, okay. Um, I will discuss Khalif Raymond. And I will say at one point last year of my 11 fantasy teams, he was rostered on nine of them. Uh, I was just trying to get anyone trying to catch the ball in Detroit, not name Amon Ra because I couldn't buy him anywhere. I had a bunch of Khalif Raymond shares. Um, but I think this DJ Chark and the re-sign of these guys officially kills my Quintet Cephas. Uh, him and Denzel Mims will officially be off my roster the season start. Um, but now we move on to the Green Bay Packers. Big, big news with them. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did not retire, so he came back. But then we saw Devontae Adams get traded out. Uh, we saw MVS not get signed. So they did re-sign or tendered Alan, Alan Lazard, and Robert Tunyon was re-signed at tight end. So what does this Green Bay Packers fantasy offense look like now? Um, it's real weird, if I'm being honest. Um, I think it's obviously a downgrade for Aaron Rodgers. He loses out on Devontae Adams. Um, they brought back Robert Tunyon. Uh, I like Tunyon for touchdown and those two tight end leagues you're playing in. Um, I also look for them to draft a wide receiver or two or three or four in this draft. So, um, not much right now, but I think it's kind of a downgrade for everybody. Okay. Anything on Green Bay, David? Downgrade for everybody. Uh, probably an upgrade for me, but Alan Lazardo. I think he's sneaky, sneaky there. Sure. They're going to draft guys. But not every wide, rookie wide receiver is going to come and be an instant impact player. So Lazar is pretty much the last man standing there. So it's really his shot to uh, to bust out if he's going to bust out. Okay. Um, uh, I'll just say that I and I hope that the one guy is not listening to this. And if so, I'll, I'll black it out. But I think this is a arrow up for AJ Dillon. And I only say that because they, they flexed Aaron Jones out a lot when they had them both in at the same time with no other wide receivers. I'm not saying that they're going to convert him, but why not? You can put Aaron Jones in the front, you know, 10 plays a game and Dylan's in the backfield. He'll get more runs and Aaron Jones will be split out wide more just to, to give more options out there. Cause you're right. They have no receivers. They might draft four and maybe a half of one hit. So, um, as we clear up the NFC North, the Vikings did absolutely nothing of fantasy significance. You know who they have there. So well, now we're going south to the Atlanta Falcons, where after trading away Matt Ryan, they signed Marcus Mariota as their new starter. They re-signed Cordell Patterson, who was the gadget man that did it all last year, uh, stole Damian Williams away. Uh, and then at wide receiver, they signed Alden Tate and Kadero K- Hodge. I don't even know who that is. So Junior, Yeah, I don't know. Hit me, with it. Hit me with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, to be honest, I think this is probably the worst team in the NFL going into next year. Um, they're probably looking to get the 1-1, draft to Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. Um, I don't see them drafting the QB. I think they'll probably run it out this year with Marcus Mariota. So if you need a backup QB, maybe go try and buy him for, I don't know, whatever. Um, and then they do have the 1-1 in Kyle Pitts. So I think he'll get uh, 200 targets this year is the only receiving option they have right now. But um, to be honest, I really don't want any part of this offense besides him. So, yeah, I'll pass it on. Okay. David? It's ugly. It's terrible. We can move on. All right. <laughs> well, well said. 
Uh, yo, nothing for me to add to that. Uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, I, is Sam Darnold still here? I don't even know, to be honest. So I, I guess they did nothing at quarterback. Uh, they signed Donta Foreman. You know, he, he made his money when Derrick Henry went out. So he, he got a good run. Um, and Rashawn Higgins at wide receiver. Those are the big moves they've made so far. I know they're still trying to make some, but right now they're not doing much to improve on CMC and DJ Moore. So what, what are they doing right now in fantasy? Yeah, they've kind of been striking out at QB. Um, they were into the Sean Watson mix. That didn't end up going uh, in their favor. Um, not many offseason moves. This team looks like it's either going to run it back with Sam Darnold and they'll rebuild next year, or they maybe they draft a QB. Um, not much changes for me. Um, CMC is still pretty good at football. Um, not a huge DJ Moore guy, but he's still the number one wide receiver here. Uh, hopefully they can get him a QB. Okay, David, Panthers? The situation is ugly. It's terrible. Is that, is that this whole division? I mean, I'm serious. I mean, I'm being serious. I, look, look, CMC is still who you want, still want to own, right? I, I personally think you should, if you got him, sell him. Okay, it's two, two running back years of being injured. Oh, my but goodness. I, I'd sell him. But this is a free agency, and there's nothing in free agency here. Yeah. DJ Moore didn't get a quarterback to help him. I'd sell him, too. Yeah, oh, I, I have been selling them. I'm getting the real DJ more. All right, New Orleans Saints. Uh, they brought Jameis Winston back at quarterback, who was off to a good start before he got hurt last year. Andy Dalton to back him up. And then they re-signed Traquan Smith um, at receiver, and they're hoping to get Slant Boy himself, Michael Thomas, back. So what does that fantasy outlook look down in, in, in New Orleans? Uh, not much changes. The Kamara situation is also weird. Um, I'm kind of trying to stay away from this offense, if I'm being honest. David? What is this team doing? Thank you. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I guess at the, at this point with in the offseason, though, you you had to go re-sign Jameis Winston. But for me, I would probably have traded for Jimmy G over re-signing, running it back. I don't want to run it back, right? I, I see what Winston can do. Um, I know a lot of people are going to say he played well, which I agree. that, And he probably he could have had a good season if he didn't get injured. Um, it's just I wouldn't have ran it back. I would have won a different option. Uh, I guess some people could say Andy Dalton is a different option, but I wouldn't. Um, Trey Juan Smith, they tried. I, I'm a little curious. I want to see what happens with Michael Thomas. I want to see as far as do, do they trade him or do they keep him and does he come back healthy? I guess that's the only only thing, and I, I know that's not free agency, but I don't got a positive for free agency here. Yeah. Um, for me, the negative is that they, they let my boy Taysom took him out of the quarterback mix, which, which hurt me to my soul. Um, there's talk on the Twitterverse about him moving to tight end full time, but just get the ball in Taysom's hand. He's a monster. So, uh, but you're right. Uh, Jameis, he was the last option. Traquan, I don't think he's actually going to be a thing, but they just, I guess they had to resign him because they had no, there's no one else out there. So, uh, we'll move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, they re-signed Giovanni Bernard at running back. Uh, they re-signed Leonard Fournette at running back. Uh, they franchise that Chris Godwin. They re-signed Rashad Perryman, who had a decent stretch down there. And uh, Russell Gage came over from Atlanta. Um, anything else in Tampa Bay news there, Junior? That's all I got. No, it looks like they're running it back again this year. Um, they're going to have a good offense. Brady's still there. Fournette's oh, still going to be a running back one. Yeah, he decided he still wants to play football until he's, you know, 75. Man, I um, thought he retired. Oh, no. Yeah. But, um, yeah, not much changes. I like Russell Gage as being that third wide receiver, but there's a lot of mouth to feed there. So, yeah. Yeah. David, yeah, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of our generation. Back to Tampa Bay, what do you think? All-time troll job. Got to give him credit for that. Um, But my biggest thing with this – and I like Russell Gage, but – and. Uh, uh, I think we did this list before the big news with them. And I, I still kind of consider it off season because uh free agents and move because it's a coach. Yeah. Their coach, their coach retired. Yeah. They hired, they hired a new coach who failed with the jets. Right. I, I get it. It was the jets. Right. But still they were, they were horrendous. If you're a good coach, you show some progress. He really didn't. So that's a huge question mark with them. Yeah, I agree. that Because what's that offense going to look like? Um, but it's, Again, it's still Tom Brady, and, and they're still waiting on Gronk news. But other than that, yeah, the value they all had last year, they had the same value this year. 
Um, final, our final division here, we go to the NFC West where it wasn't a lot going on. Arizona kind of Cardinals signed Colt McCoy to uh, back up their midget quarterback. Uh, James Conner, Mr. 18 touchdowns himself was re-signed. And then in tight end, uh, Zach Ertz, who was treated midseason, was a re-signed. And Max Williams, that's 2X on Max Williams re-signed. So what do we think about any of these moves there? Hey, uh, James Conner re-signed somehow. He's probably going to get, you know, another 15 touchdowns this year. You know what it's looking like right now. I expect them to probably bring another running back to pair alongside him. Um, Zach, Ar- Zach Ertz was good for them when they played last year. He might be okay for fantasy. But uh, not much changes. Hopefully, uh, Kyler Murray still wants to play for them. Okay. David? Uh, I like James Conner. I like I like Ertz, but I uh, and, and the free agency moves. We'll talk about them after draft. But for free agency, I like the Conner and Ertz moves. Yeah, I think the Conner move was just smart. It, it, he's familiar enough. He's the guy that would score their touchdowns, and they're going to go a different direction at running back. Um, your defending Super Bowl champion going into the season, the Los Angeles Rams, with the twenty people at their parade, and one of them was Allen Robinson, who they signed to a free agent wide receiver contract and then traded Robert Woods. So um, this is the biggest news for us for them. And maybe, and maybe they get some of their veterans not retiring. What, what do we think about the Rams? Yeah, uh, not much change in here either. Um, they're still going to be good. Um, Cam Akers coming back healthy. I, I like him as a possible low-end RB1, high-end RB2 maybe, if he plays pretty good. But um, Allen Robinson in this offense, I think he's probably going to get a lot of touchdown opportunities. Um, but then again, he is, you know, about 30 years old. So I don't know how much you want to try to get him in dynasty, um, but it's still going to be a pretty good offense. Yep. I agree, David. Good offense. Like the Allen Robinson move. Yeah. I, I think this is just going to be a very touchdown heavy offense. So if you got some of these players, you, you, you might make your playoffs. Um, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they haven't traded a quarterback yet. They haven't committed to telling us Trey Lance is a starter yet. I don't know what's going on. So all they did was resign some of their one of their eight running backs, Michael Hasty and Jeff Wilson, still continues the muddy of the backfield with Trey Sermon and Eliza Mitchell. So, what is what does this fantasy look like for this team, Junior? Um, I think they do run Lance out this year, even if they still have Jimmy G. Um, they, you got to give him a shot, I think, and his upsides through the roof. So, you're hopefully he can turn out to be something. Uh, I don't want any of their running backs. They have about 15. Um, Debo still really good at football. Maybe Brandon Ayuk is something, but. You know, they got the best left tackle in the league, so I think they'll be pretty good. Yeah, I agree with that. David? Stay away from the running backs. Just like the Miami situation. Stop and stop buying Elijah Mitchell this offseason. You're yeah, going to buy him. You're going to spend either a second or a late first. And next year, you're going to ask where he's at because Kyle <laughs> Shanahan drafted another running back. Stop buying hey, Elijah Mitchell. But if, if he drafts Jerome Ford, we're good. <laughs> Uh, fine. I, I won't buy them anymore. I already bought two shares. Um, all right, we'll close out uh, this podcast with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, there's no more Russell Wilson, uh, but they did bring in uh, young Jeezy himself, Drew Locke. They re-signed Rashad Penny uh, to go with Carson in the backfield. Uh, they re-signed Will Disley and brought in Noah Fant as part of that Russell Wilson trade. So how does this team look from a fantasy perspective going forward? Um, it's pretty ugly to me. Um, the only thing I'm kind of intrigued about is if Drew Locke ends up being the starter, I think him and that faint connection will probably turn into something. But I think it's a huge tear down for DK. It's a huge tear down for Locke. It's a huge tear down for the whole offense. So I'm kind of trying to get away from this. All right, David? Man, this is ugly. I mean, it's poor DK Metcalf. Trying to get him a, a big-time contract, and they say, here's Drew Locke as your quarterback. My man was in tears the next day. Sad. Um, I would I, I would try to sell DK Metcalf if you can. Um, Drew Locke's going to be a terrible situation for him. Rashad Penny, I'm kind of intrigued because, and then again with the injuries are the question. But if he stays healthy and can continue to have what he had late in the year last year, I think that could be a, a sneaky move. Even though they'll probably draft a guy. Um, and then my shares of Noah Fant are crying as well because I know he had Drew. He's, I was hoping, and when I heard the news about Russell Wilson, I was like, ah, yes. <laughs> he's got, he's got uh, Russell Wilson as a quarterback. No, he's still got Drew Locke as a quarterback on a different team. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not doing this intentionally. I'm serious. But 
low-key, I'm going to buy some Drew Locks here uh, cheaply if I can. And hear me out. The only reason is because even if they draft a Malik Willis or a quarterback in the first round, I they probably won't start year one. They're going to have to take time to get Drew Locks. He'll, you'll get one year. If I'm paying a fifth round or someone and he's going to throw in at the back of a trade and I got him for a bi-week fill-in, I mean, you said it yourself about Richard Penny. These running backs can't stay healthy. He might be asked to throw the ball a lot more than he was in Denver, good or for better or worse. And he's got a big DK up there. So he could have some decent fantasy viable weeks next year before they turn the, the, the team over to whoever they end up drafting. So I'm low-key looking to get some Drew Lock shares without telling anyone why. So I, I'm other than that, everything else you guys had is spot on. So all right, that does it for our off NFL offseason fantasy uh, podcast. Uh, all these players trading teams, getting signed by different teams, losing their value, gaining some value, doing whatever it takes to just to help us win. And that's the key. We need them to help us win. Well, help me win. I don't know about you guys. Um, <laughs> uh, before we wrap up this podcast, Junior, you got something out there you want to throw to the people? Yep, two Masters picks for you. I like Colin Morikawa, outright winner this week. He played well at the Masters last year. He's a young kid. He's going to be great. And I like Corey Connors. He played well last year, finished tied for eighth. I think he's a good ball striker. He can do it again. Yeah, you heard it here first. You guys got Junior's golf pick of the week. Uh, straight on the all-format podcast. Make sure you tell him because I learned my lesson, and I'm going to go get that money. Um, programming note, just as you guys know, so now that we're done with this, we, we do get into wide receivers next week. Uh, that will also be broken up into two podcasts. So next week, we'll uh, roll out wide receiver one and following wide receiver two. And I am like chomping at the bit, gearing up for this, this mock draft we're going to be doing here the week of the NFL draft. Because, David, I got some – I'm going to – there's some, a lot of things happening behind the scenes. And I, know, I can tell you exactly where some of these guys are going to be going in that draft. Just, you know, me working the phones and, and working backstage. And I'm telling you, this podcast, that podcast is going to be fun. And I will probably be 90% correct with all my picks when our real rookie draft comes along. So just so you know, um, any parting shots? You got anything last you want to say throw out to the people? No, nah, that's good, man. Uh, it, was, it was a lot yeah. of fun. I hope they got a lot of – they get, get a lot of information out of it. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for jumping on. Uh, until next time, Junior, once again, appreciate it. Anytime you, you come on, we love it. We have a good time. And if I could just keep talking, if you want to keep talking, we can keep going. Um, we'll be sure and have you back. Maybe we'll throw you in on the on the on the uh, mock draft. I'll, I'll talk to you. Ooh, I'd love to. I would love it. Yeah, we'll talk to you offline and bring you in. I'm trying to get Senior on the podcast, but he all mad about that. So oh, he's a uh, he's a little shy guy. Yeah, he's weak. Um, so hope he's not listening. But anyway, all right. Hey, thanks again, guys. Um, this is it for the free agency podcast. Until next time, you guys tune in. Follow us on Twitter at all underscore formats at the Wise Opinion One. And then if you can find Gary Buck Jr. on Twitter, that's on you. All right, talk to you guys later.